SAFM Sports Special with John Khereka, your sporting information center. Let's go to uh, what uh, Tully is calling a woman sports activist. I was having a read through some of her stuff. Cheryl Roberts writes about sports. She's very involved in a couple of interesting stories. Woman in a man's world, weightlifters strain under cash burdens. Let's find out what it's like writing what is seen as a man's world is sports. Cheryl, thanks very much for joining us. How recognized are sports women in South Africa at the moment? Well, first, thanks for the invitation sure. to do a radio interview. Um, we take as much media space, we don't get it often to talk about women in sports, so we need to get as many points across in a few minutes. <laughs> and the question is, how well... Sorry, how how recognized, how recognized are sports women in the country? We've got one or two that kind of jump out at us. Is it still a challenge? Okay, so uh, I'm going to throw it back at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are the other um, end of the mic. I'm on the telephone during the, um, the, the radio interview. When you say, how recognize are women in sports? How, how well do you know South Africa's elite women in sport as compared to rugby guys or, or uh, football and cricket guys? How, how many do you know at elite level who are playing? Do you know South Africa's at a Women's World Cup netball? In Australia at the moment. Well, okay, you you <laughs> you're talking to the wrong. You talk, you talk, <laughs> okay, so no, no, the wrong radio is, station because SAFM is very good with women's sport. My my question is, okay, let's let's turn around a bit. Why aren't women as recognised? Is it the media's fault? Well, we live in a patriarchal society where men dominate, where women are breaking the chains through lots of uh, hard work and challenges. Uh, we are not um, enslaved, not every woman is enslaved, but we live in this patriarchal society of male domination, male control, and as I said, we are breaking and, and, and chiseling away. Mm. Um, the sports network, the sports paradigm is very male co- uh, um, uh, controlled and dominated. Women and girls are participating in sport. Sports media is being forced to change. They were terrible about a decade ago, media in South Africa. I, I really think uh, Sports editors and, 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 and sports writers, women and men, even the women are also to blame here for, for actually they need to go through some courses on feminism, on gender conscientization to understand we live in a society of various genders, not just one gender. Mm. You know, a little bit of information on women here and there isn't, isn't enough. It, it, it still, it, it doesn't hurt too much to, to decrease the uh, gender imbalance on the sports pages. It's ghastly at times. I don't want to name one uh, uh, newspaper, but it's a daily in Cape Town. When I do pay through it, and always on my days when I do, they've just got like three, four, sometimes five pages of only men in sports. How can you write just about men in sports? Mm. Do you believe, Cheryl, as as an activist, do you believe that it should be 50-50? As much men, as much women? No, I don't even believe 50-50. If the the women are much better than the uh, the men at 70 to 30, it should be (laughs) 70-30 in favor of the women. (laughs) Yeah, we're not fighting for equality with men. To want to equality in a man's world is something else. Because the men too, they need to also undergo... Mess of uh, conscient, uh, mess, uh, sorry, mess of even revolutionary mind changes. But that, that's for another debate. Uh, look, I can't go through all the issues there. It's a few minutes of the interview, just to say, it's, it's not that to say that women, sports women, are just victims of this male-dominated paradigm of sports network. Um, we are challenging. We have been consistently challenging. One of the main uh, challenges facing women in sport is that the women themselves are not vocal enough. Mm. They are talking out, 
but there is, is no pressure group existing as an, as an organized forum, but women are talking, as whenever they get the chance, they are complaining, they are talking, they are challenging, and they are using largely the social media platforms and forums that they are associated with. There have been, say over the past decade or so, many women who have come to the system and have achieved at elite levels, but they haven't put them back or given a voice to improving women in sport in South Africa. And again, I don't want to mention names, but in my head, there's so many that stand out. And we ask, why are women not talking for women? But it's also the case of you, women get what they can get, and then they move comfortably in their middle-class, elite, professional lifestyles, and that's it for them. They've achieved, why worry about the others? But it's the working-class girls, the disadvantaged girls living in those under-resourced communities who get the crumbs of the sports network and sports paradigm, and they have to really struggle to participate in sport. I'm just going around on the many issues here. Mm-hmm. I know you asked one question. <laughs> That's, uh, Sally, it sounds like you're interviewing me, which is also fine. Uh, what about sponsor- yeah, no, I just that. What about sponsorship okay. for sportswomen? Uh, is there money for women to be able to make sport as a living? Uh, no, that's that's one of the, I'm talking about the challenges there, is that, um, no, very few women can survive professionally. What will happen is our national women's hockey team will go out and participate in the Women's Hockey World Cup. Yeah. Our netballers will go and participate in the Women's Netball World Championship, and they will come back and tell you, we could not medal, we could not win the title because we are competing on an unequal basis. Yeah. But they're competing with women because... The countries that these women come for, for instance, now at the World Netball Championship in Australia, which I'm following up with information, mm. is that it's like there's a crowd of between 12, 15, 16,000 watching this so. World Netball Championship. Who gets those crowds? They're getting more than what men's cricket gets in South Africa <laughs> for international matches, right? Right. right. Okay. Secondly, apparently on, on, on uh, Australian television, it's, it's, it's like advertising on Australian TV channels, is just all about women, women, and women netball. Uh, you know, South Africa is in here, but then South African sponsors would say, or all the uh, corporates would say, we only want, we only deal with with uh, those who are champions or winners. Mm. What's a champion or a winner in 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 your sense? You know, do you need to have that gold medal? The the, the best of those who. Not because you have the gold medal, you are the best to be portrayed in society as the best. But okay, those are many other issues to be discussed. It's also, you know, businesses is about money, making as much money and profit and how they think they make it uh, is, is something else. But there are countries in Europe and, and Australia and New Zealand who really develop and advance women in sports. Within South Africa, as I started out by saying, this of patriarchy mm. is... is is around us, you know, it's got us around the neck. And we're fighting it at all levels. On this Women's Day, we think about it, we talk about it more, so much more than we do any other day. Uh, because patriarchy is real bad. And that's all, it's about how uh, our society has this male um, influence and power and control around it. And it, it, it affects us at all levels from the time we are born until we die. You've written a lot about it's black. You've written a lot about black women in particular. Do they face extra challenges? Yes. Yes, and black women are all those who wouldn't have the white skin or would have been classified white during, uh, well, uh, as far as classification goes. Yes, no. Uh, as women, we face challenges in sport because of our gender, but black women face much more challenges. If especially black working class women. They will face more challenges. And we, we have some, some superb black women champions. 
most people don't know them. Corporates mm. haven't come to them to, to be sponsored or to be seen as role models. There's much more white women who are. But because of the challenges, much more that black women face. And I make no apologies about it. I am a black woman in sport. I have been actively involved from a teenage girl during the apartheid era as an oppressed sports person. Uh, now I am as a, a black woman in sport. I consume sport by following, by supporting. Uh, but I consume it with a very critical lens. And I make no apologies that I will always speak up for black women in sport. Especially working class uh, girls and women in sport. Cheryl, how do we fix it? It's it's all very well to come on and say, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, this isn't happening. How do we fix it? Well, we need need a strong pressure group to to speak. I try largely through my writing, through my talk. One person alone can't do it, but I'm, I'm not the only one. There are many other efforts. They are here, there, and in small pockets. But this largely pressure group, you know, during the apartheid years, which I'm just going back to about 20 years ago, we pressurized our sports leaders, pressurized to dismantle apartheid in society, in sport. We we followed and supported and and called for sanctions against apartheid South Africa. We can break this male domination of the sports network in South Africa. But as long as women are not going to speak out and challenge, we need to storm those uh, corridors of power that house these men in sport, whether it's SESCO, Sport and Recreation South Africa, the uh, Sports Committee at Parliament, we need to be much more proactive and effective. But who's going to do, uh, do this? Who's going to speak out? Mm. Uh, first of all, and well, somebody that is, is you nominated for the G-Sport Awards. Ten years, they've got ministerial backing. They're certainly doing some good work, aren't they? No, yeah, no, I wasn't nominated for an award. I was asked to be a, a judge on, oh, okay. on uh, G-Sports Awards, which I accepted, and yes, judging has been done. It, it takes place next Friday, 14th, in Johannesburg. I think it's going to be quite a um, cracker of an event. Do you yeah. feel, do All these efforts are, ve- are very good because we, we, we need to take up as much space, as I said to you when we first started talking, to highlight and, and give that uh, publicity and mm. spotlight on girls and women in sport. So all these efforts are, are, are extremely very good and we support it. Keep on banging on the door, I guess, is what you're saying, Cheryl. Yes, I'm going to break it down. <laughs> but we need more, especially women. And we we have some good partners in men. We are we're not anti-men in, in, in sport, but the whole system. I, I've just been, I spent a few days in Durban, and the Commonwealth Games Federation mm. delegation was in Durban. It was a third visit of the Caribbean and North American countries with the Commonwealth, because Durban is, is South Africa's candidate city for 2022 mm. Commonwealth Games. And the first thing I remarked when I met them on the beachfront while coming along, they were doing a site inspection and, and, and looking at the facilities was, it is so many men in this delegation. I was, I was shocked. I mean, the, the country, the Caribbean countries, it was mainly men, but I was told by the Sasquatch officials that the previous delegation had quite a few women. And I looked at our own delegation, South Africans from Sasquatch, there's one woman and she's been serving two or three terms. But they are women. But the men want the positions as mm. well. They want it and they get it. Cheryl, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. And I think you need to listen to SFM Sports Special a lot more. We do some great work here. and But not enough, as you said. Absolutely. It's, we're we're yeah. knocking on the door. That's what we're doing. Cheryl, we need to be aware every time we compile that sports bulletin, do yeah. that sports media, whether it's print or electronic or radio or, or broadcast, uh, 
Oh, so we've got two pages. So we've got five minutes for sport, four and a half to men. No, it's not right. Isn't that gender conscientization? Cheryl Roberts, great chatting with you. Women's sports activist. You can uh, find out more about her on Twitter. Follow her on Twitter. Uh, fascinating conversation there in case you missed it. We're gonna, can we podcast that one? Please uh, put that up on our podcast as well. Cheryl Roberts double zero. Cheryl, Cheryl Roberts zero zero. Uh, it's on our Twitter, SFMSS, if you want to follow Cheryl Roberts online. Uh, great chatting to her as well. Well, and uh, certainly leading with netball is what we do here on SAFM.